0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to another episode of Evolving Soul with MC, um, or more scubia, but most of you know me as MC, so we'll leave it at that. But tonight's show, I'm super excited. I um, had a fabulous Valentine's Day. Hope you all did too. And I really wanted to pick a guest who really embodied um, what we think about at least for me, when I aspire to think about somebody that leads by example and is just love or the epitome of love, so much so that they are a third-generation matchmaker. Most of you are already familiar with tonight's guest. At times, I'm sure most of you have wanted to be tonight's guest. I mean, who wouldn't want to be around hot men all day, um, asking them to take their shirts off? And bonus, they're millionaires, but for me, besides, I would love to uh be in that company, but I really wanted to have Patty on tonight to talk about you know her experiences, but also to share her insight and from a different perspective, we often look at the you know spiritual side of things, um especially being a light worker, but I think that there's a lot more behind Patty's process um, intuition-wise than we realize just watching the show. So hopefully tonight in her sharing her insight, not only from the physical attraction part, but also from the energy behind it all. And in some way, they come together to make a beautiful connection, often ending up in marriage. And as a psychic medium, I kind of find that besides people wanting to connect with their loved ones, as soon as I open the floor to questions, whether it's, you know, to royal families or to a thousand-person gallery, it always comes back down to love. So you guys are always wanting to know about your soulmates, you know, will you find that love, does that love exist? So in celebrating V Day and the month of love, I thought that no better person to bring on than the best of the best, the fabulous millionaire matchmaker, also known as Patty Sanger. So without further ado, I just would like to welcome Patty. Hi. Are how you are you? Yeah, I'm I'm good. Good. Hi, how, how are
2: going?
1: you? Good. Happy belated. You, too. I hope it's warmer by you than me. <laughs> in New York Not States, really. <laughs> <things>. <laughs> well, you were just here, right? Were you just in New York?
2: No. I haven't been in New York in a while, actually.
1: Oh, maybe you're coming.
2: I don't know. Is that what you psychically are picking up? Mm-hmm. I can't wait till you read me. I want the reading. I'm
1: excited <laughs> to read you,
2: Jill's Aaron told me how amazing you are, so I'm super excited. Oh.
1: Oh, shout out to Jill. I love Jill and Bobby. Send them both my yeah. love. Both of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fabulous people. So, you know, I have to tell you, Patty, I totally just think you're fabulous in every aspect and you look amazing.
3: I don't oh, know thank if, you. you
1: know, what's been going on, but you look amazing, but your energy. I think it's reflecting in your physical appearance. So how do you feel? Um, Lately, I
2: feel good. I had a really rough year health-wise, but now it's been okay. I'm stable. I'm better now, way better now. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to hear that. I'm sending energy. All my healers, if you'll accept it, all my healers would probably love to send you energy. So we can put that out there towards your health as well. If you're open to it, we always ask mm-hmm. permission. Okay, sure. Awesome. So, my first question—I mean, I kind of know the answer to this one—but do you consider yourself a spiritual person?
2: Um, I've been metaphysical all my life. Yes. Okay. How so? How, How so? Do you feel well, that that I think because to I was you? adopted, um, I was always looking for why things were. And it always propelled me I don't believe in organized religion, but I respect them um, I believe in a higher power I believe in the Akasha Records I studied Edgar Casey. I ran the Kenny Kingston Psychic Network for 400 Psychics And I'm wow. pretty intuitive in psyching myself Because that's how I match So I'm always studying uh, I took a year off last year to go all around the world And study with John of God and Amma And I went to Thailand and Hong Kong and, you know, meditate in the temples. I do TM. I've been pretty metaphysical my whole life pretty much. Yeah. And I'm an astrologer by trade. Mm
1: -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. That goes my little known facts question. So
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) so you really are
1: super into this, which I love because I don't think that a lot of people realize Mm -hmm. that about you. Well, Well, I mean, on the show, we can't really show
2: that, you know, the show is mainstream. We don't want to turn viewers off, but a lot of the stuff behind the scenes is what I do with my gift is I channel, I pretty much channel God. I mean, I wouldn't be able to fix people up if God wasn't the conduit to make it happen. So,
1: yeah. Oh, I love that. And that leads me right mm-hmm. into my next question is, you know, in your show compared to other things I think that we see in the media um and personal experience for me as well. But I think it's so innovative, you know, because even the process itself, I know you're limited to what you can show, but at the same time, for me being a medium, it's like you absolutely teach your client, I think, the value of self-love as a primary thing right off the bat. You make um, them feel well yeah, the whole
2: point the whole point is to make people understand that you know you gotta do the work um you can't sit on your ass in your house, and you know if you believe in God and your your vibrational frequency is in harmony with your desire, it should manifest I mean your thoughts and feelings create your reality, so the secret is to keep raising that vibration, get in nature, meditate, you know do something good for someone else that makes you feel good, whatever it takes. You got to raise your vibration, yeah
1: i I could totally sit and pick your brain. This is fabulous. I love that you speak my lingo <laughs>
2: mhm
1: awesome so um I mean, in the process of matching somebody, you know that element of self love let's say, how much do you think that you know or the importance of self love in the process as a whole?
2: Love is very important, but we live in rocky times. And when things like the election throw us off our game or ISIS, you know, terrorism, it's a hard time to keep self love afloat. It's a really rough time. We're all looking down on our phones. We're not really focusing on the connection in front of us. And, you know, it's almost like you need twice as much self love in this generational time. So it's rough. It's not easy. And I think a lot of it is because we're overly stimulated. Our brains are overly saturated with the FOMO, fear of missing out, or watching Instagram and thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to be like a Kardashian, and if I'm not, I'm going to be depressed. And it's like that's not what it's about. What your road and your journey is may not be equivalent to somebody else's but might be just as important. And so people are forgetting that they have to really focus on um, what's in front of them and look up. Don't look down. Don't be on your computer and your, you know, your gadgets. Or, you know, I love Netflix to death. Trust me, I can Netflix and chill till the cows come home and binge watch TV. But, you know, in the wintertime this, this last year in L.A., it was pretty cold this year. We had a really cold winter. I know that sounds crazy in L.A., but I binge watched every day and barely left the house. And, you know, if you keep getting in ruts like that, you're not going to find yourself, love, because you're not going to really get out and experience life. So self-love, you know, is fleeting. It's not every day. It's not every minute. It's like happiness. It comes and it goes. We all we all have to put boundaries up. We have to have people treat us a certain way or we're not going to be happy. But if you don't have self-love for yourself, no one else is. So what happens is you're going to track somebody who doesn't have self-love either, and then you're both going to bump and grind and hit the walls and wonder why it didn't work out.
1: And hit the walls not in a positive way.
2: Right, exactly. Like, you know.
1: So what keeps Patty grounded?
2: Um meditation. It's been my salvation for the last I mean I always meditated but I never did it religiously. I think TM, transcendental meditation saved me. It really saved me. And I also feel um my work keeps me really grounded but it became I became a workaholic and I didn't have the balance. Mm. Because I was always helping everybody else, and this is a year that I cut people off. I set up a situation where I'm not saving anyone anymore. I'm not here to save anyone. Okay, they got to save themselves. You know, I help, but I'm not helping as much as I used to because I lost myself in the process and I got really ill, and yeah. I had a lot of psychic vampires siping off of me, and it, and I and I gave too much. I'm a pretty much a giver. So I think oh, I had to dial it back and figure out what's good for me. Less people around me is better. You know, I don't need fame yeah. and I don't need, you know, being on TV to make me happy. I did that because I wanted to help people and spread the word. And I think what happened was I ended up going way too far to the other side where I forgot myself and what I wanted in life. And so so what keeps me grounded is a personal life, I think, you know?
1: Yeah, and the balance. And remember I think where I came from. The head. Yeah, where I came from, yeah. Which is Jersey? Yeah, no, absolutely. Woo! <laughs> not too far away from In the her. house, Jersey. I'm a Brooklyn yeah. girl. <laughs> uh, short hills it's on funny though, Come a lot on. of our listeners. Oh my gosh, you were that close.
2: I was Melbourne High School. Yeah, Yay. sure.
1: Okay. Oh. Yeah. You've probably got about a good, at least a hundred people listening from that area right now. So. Okay. You got short hills in the house That's awesome right.
2: and yeah. my job I'm missing a Don's
1: hamburger For anybody who knows that Oh my god ah, I love it I love it I, I should ship it to you I wish we could totally do that Because I would Absolutely The best I think we've, I've ever had at least But yeah no For sure So would you share i mean i know you spoke about the meditation aspect but um and this is totally up to you i want you to share what you're comfortable with you know i'm always about the authenticity and i find that with you 100% so would you share like one specific thing maybe that you do daily um that kind of honors patty or honors the spiritual side of patty
2: um, I connect, you know. I just read the medical mediums book, and I and I love the second book even more than the Fabulous. first. So I connect yes. with the angel of relationships, because um, obviously for my work and for my own love life, the angel of harmony, the unknowing angels. They're the angels that don't get called upon. These are the angels that aren't like the main players, like Michael and. You know, Archangel Michael and Gabriel and Uriel and Ezekiel, all those players get called on their phone lines, get clogged according to medical medium. So I call on those angels every day, Angel Mercy, and um, I probably start my day calling on them and talking to them and working on the stuff that I'm working on. And then I bless myself as well as those around me that are close to me.
1: I love it. And 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 I I
2: need those five minutes, even before I do TM, to get centered Mm -hmm. so that um, I calm down, you know? Yeah. I calm down, and I kind of – and I'm also into Ormus. I don't know if anybody knows what Ormus is. So Ormus is a liquid uh, gold – it's a conductor that manifests things and people are really, you can look on the internet and you can Google it and find out who the people who invented it and all that stuff. There's different brands out there. So I started using Ormus recently and it manifests things pretty quickly, but it manifests negative or positive. So you have to be in a positive state when you take liquid Ormus and there's powder Ormus. And I just find like, you know, these little things that assist us to help our vibration stay clean. I do that.
1: Too. Yeah. yeah. Listen, any tools that work? I'm all about mm-hmm. it um, mm-hmm. Patty, so I can pop it in for them Just spell that for me O-R-M-U-S is Ormus
2: So you can okay. Google it And you can look at the reviews I mean, there's Amazon, carries it It's all over the place um, There is a main guy out of Australia Who does one for soulmates um, I believe he's like the Ormus of Oz Which is, you know, Australia <laughs> okay. Oz uh, literally, so, yes <laughs> Yeah, so he, you can look him up on the internet um, and I just found I found it pretty, pretty exciting to use it because I can feel energy shift. So I'm a subtle, I feel, I feel I'm clear, clear sensitive. So I feel um, energy shifting, and then I also have clear audience where I hear a voice every now and then. So I have the two working in harmony when I take the Ormus because then it kind of helps me direct my day. And if I'm out of balance, awesome. it'll say sit down, get away from people, and clear your fields. Yeah,
1: I love it. And I love that you you spoke about routine because, you know, I think a lot of people, we can give them the tools, like you said, till the cows come home. But it's yeah. really about, you know, being not religious in the religion aspect, I mean, I but mean, religious there is, to like, routine. A lot
2: of things I think happen right now is we're not relaxed. And we're grabbing for the prescriptions, which are metal-based, which to me is not, I'm not a fan. I'm more into herbs. I really love herbs. Yeah. Um, I love organic stuff. I only eat organic food, non GMO, all that stuff. No sugar, no caffeine, none of that. So I stay centered, clarity wise. And I feel like when you know your herbs, like whether it's valerian, you know, or something like along those lines, you can actually calm yourself down, you know, by taking a tincture or tea or, or a capsule and just relaxing. You know, a lot of this is because mm-hmm. we're not relaxed. We're tense all the time. We're rushing. We're trying to get things done so quickly. We're forgetting to smell the roses and enjoy nature and what's outside and all that stuff. Yeah, so Ormus helps you calm down, by the way. Ormus' three components are it calms you down, gives you clarity, and helps you manifest what you want. There you go. We're going
1: to give them a shout-out, too, and I'll post that for our listeners, um, you know, on the iTunes description so you guys have that info as well and you just touched them. I, I swear you're totally picking up my energy because my next one for you is soul me. So mm-hmm. what is your definition? Because I don't believe there's a right or a wrong, per se. Um, I, well, I believe anything. in twin flames.
2: There's only one twin flame. So that is in Judaism, we talk about, you know, splitting apart, going down the guff, and oh, there's your twin flame. It doesn't really work that way. But Twin flames usually manifest together. It's a very tough relationship. So the one that's giving you the most trouble, who's the opposite sex, no, it's not the same sex, twin flames, sorry. Sorry, gay community, I'm really sorry on that, but it doesn't work that way, you know, and it's not that I'm against the gay community, because you know, girls and guys, I love you to death, and I would fix you up to tomorrow. It's usually your opposite sex. However, however, um, you could be working together or be best friends. You don't have to be in a romantic relationship, and... There's a runner and a chaser, usually the women are the runners, excuse me, the women are the chasers and the men are the runners. So twin flame is where you come together for a higher purpose and there's a possibility of romance, but both have to work hard to raise their frequency to be closer to God and then the, the mission comes in. That's a once in a lifetime thing. They don't send you your twin flame, but every maybe three, four lifetimes, especially if you're an old soul. Usually the twin flame is on the other side, assisting and helping you down here on earth. And you can read Edgar Cayce's uh, transcripts on this. So if anyone's interested in that. Mm -hmm. Then there's the soulmate. Soulmates are men and women. Now, this is gay or straight, where you could be dating them, mating with them, marrying them, having children with them in previous incarnations. And when you meet each other, you recognize. And there could be karma. Not good. Not bad. It could just be karma. So you've got to jump and grind. And with your free will... You gotta work it out. So some people get married. Some people have a lot of soulmates. You know, like Elizabeth Taylor, for instance. She married a lot. She probably had a lot of soulmates. Don't believe there's one soulmate. I usually I tell my people to ask for a compatible mate. Compatible mate, a divine love that's compatible. Because if you ask too much for soulmates or twin flames, you're so specific you're you're excommunicating half the population out and you know, life is short. You don't want you don't want to be alone for the rest of your life. So it's better to ask for a compatible mate, same desire, same interests, wants to do the same thing at the same time. You want to get married. You want to get married. You want a kid. He wants a kid, et cetera, And that you guys can harmonize together. So I don't believe in one. There's not just one. There's one twin flame, right. but it's it's a badass. You know volatile push-pull relationship, 90% of uh, twin flames, you know, never end up together because it's so, it's, it's so strong. One of the twin flames is scared of, over the other one and the other one's supposed to bring the other twin flame up to a higher frequency, which is, it's
1: wrong. It's a yeah. hard relationship, you know? No, absolutely. And you know what? I do believe, like you said, that, you know, if you experience that and I, I don't think that everybody is fortunate no, you know, and, and in then, there, and there are twenty. There's a list of twenty five things
2: that a twin flame um, has online. You look at online, that you will know if you have a twin flame relationship. These aren't these aren't just esoteric general things. This is like uh, they might have a child that's close to your birthday. You'll see the numbers one 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 eleven eleven a lot. You'll um, see their name popping up everywhere. You know, in, in usual places. Not that you will that. There's, you get sick. If the twin plans are not reunited and together, they'll both get ill. When they compare notes, they went through childhood history that's very similar, illnesses, bullying, problems, divorce. They have similar archives. There's an age difference and yeah. 8 to 10 years, if not more, some of them. Some are 20 years apart. Interesting. Yeah, so there's a list, 25 things on a list, and you can go through it. And you can read about it. And when you start the ascension process, which is to go out to a higher frequency, it doesn't mean you're going to die and go to the other side. It means you're raising your vibration. It's very painful. You get ringing in your ears. Um, some days you're starving. Other days you're not hungry. It's 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 almost like science fiction in
1: some ways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of ways. <laughs> totally a lot of ways. And I think also, too, they, they kind of, like, are almost your – biggest fan but your biggest pain in the ass at the same time
2: yeah i mean they love you more out of body than in body so you're going to hear them talk to you you're going to hear you're going to feel them you'll know when something's wrong with them it's like the twin effect when the other twin gets in trouble or gets hurt the other twin feels it similar same thing and you'll know you won't feel like you won't feel yourself you won't feel regular anymore some days it's great and and other days it's terrible yeah
1: yeah and, and when it's bad, it's bad. It's ugly bad. It's but when really it's bad. It's painful,
2: sorrow, and crying. And then when it's really, really yeah. good, it's high, it's high vibrational frequency where there is no other than this person. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, I have to say I'm grateful and, that and I've it's been. it's not like
2: you're going to end up married to this person. You can if both twins are on the same page. And that's the, go- that's, right. that's the rub. The universe wants the two twins yeah. to come together and reunite on the same page. But usually one twin is way more spiritually evolved than the other. So it's it's a rough ride.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, you know with that constant pull and push,
2: I yeah. think you know the high. You know, you guys call it ghosting now, so they'll ghost you a lot, and then you won't hear from them. Just when you're like you think you're out of the woods, they show up. You know, it's like one of yep.
1: those. Or in your dream, even you know, but I find
2: they that a lot. Always come key. in your dreams. There's always signs. Uh, sometimes they're lucid dreaming with you, which means you're still semi awake. You know, you can hear sights and sounds, but you're still under, you know, you know alpha as far as unconsciousness goes. Right. Yeah.
1: I usually say you're, you're consciously unconscious.
2: Yeah, consciously unconscious.
1: State.
2: And we like to, and so at TM, we do, are you awake? Because basically TM is waking the brain up to handle the stress of life, and in this case, the twin flame. There's a lot of stress with twin flame. So the body goes through lots of ups and downs.
1: Interesting. And I find also, too, that it often affects certain, you know, uh, parts of the body that are directly tied to Well, the heart chakra is the most important
2: part of the body as far as love goes. And some you know, a lot of people's heart chakras are shut down. So there's a lot of um, awakenings that happen. This the 25 are not spiritually evolved. will feel it more in the end. If there is going to be a point where it's over, and you won't be able to say goodbye to the Twin Flame. The universe gives you a timeline and only they know it. So everybody gets a different timeline when the door shuts. So if they're abusing you and you don't understand why this person's still not out of your life, like you might be working with this person, this person might be related to you somehow, and you can't get them out of your life, it's because the universe will decide when it's over. They have a timeline for everybody, and the heart chakra yeah. has to heal itself in the process. You know, and the serpent chakra and all the sexual organs—they're—they're they're going crazy because there's a sexual attraction like no other. And some people don't consummate their relationships. You know, sometimes you meet your twin flame and they're married to someone else. So, what happens is, is the, the, the chakras are spiraling out of control. You know, and you're feeling high frequency energy that you're just like. Sometimes you think you're having a panic attack. Other days you're horny as crap. You go through all different Mm -hmm. cycles.
1: You go through the Mm -hmm. whole stages. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think too, um, you know, really staying grounded and, you know, I asked you the the first question about what grounds you because I think going back to, you know, pulling that, I call it monkey Mm -hmm. mind with my students where you've got like that crazy going on in your mind Mm -hmm. and it's that constant go, 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 go. And I think we also live in society where it's like instant gratification, and well,
2: it doesn't I mean, work that you way. Know,
1: it you know
2: I you know I have to put I have to put the phone down every so often because the frequency of the phone resonates on such a high. Um, yeah. Gotta have, gotta have, gotta have frequency. Gotta have this. Gotta have that. I see Instagram. I, I could spend a fortune on Instagram. So it's like what happens is I've got to get away from the frequency because the energy of the phone is emanating the telepathic frequency of the entire world. So imagine all yeah. that's in your phone. And if you don't unplug and put it away every so often to disconnect from it, you take that on in your sleep and you take it to the next day. And some of it's an vibrational frequency that's negative, such as an election, which just happened, such as terrorist attacks. You can pick shit up like that by reading everything and being influenced, yeah. just like the news on television. So, you got the to physicality, or you're going to be in
1: trouble. What? Yeah. Even the physicality of actually mm-hmm. having the phone, you know, physically the next phrase. to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there
2: are, there are the devices you can put on the phone that you can block the MS, which is important. Um and I don't I mean you know, nobody knows if they really work, but they're out there. But the thing I found is that a night of reading goes a long way. A night of taking a bath and not doing anything but just being still and relaxing with yourself. Being present. A day of not talking. Hmm, Who would have thunk that, right? You know, day of not talking. It's funny I actually do that in my advanced (laughs) class. Right. It's those are the things that you've got to. Right. You got to make those a priority, or if you don't make them a priority, you're going to lose yourself. And what happens is caregivers, mothers especially for the children and their husbands. You know, single moms, I totally understand them more than anything because they have no one's back. So they're giving, 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 and no one is recharging their battery, you know? They are the people. They're the saviors of the planet. And so they need to detox and get away for themselves because sooner or later the juice is going to run out, and that's when cancer and all these diseases start coming in. You're out of juice, basically, is what's happening.
1: Yeah, and I think also, too, that, you know, the effects on the aura and – Mm -hmm. what you're attracting and your ability to kind of pull yourself out of that space, physically, Mm -hmm. energetically, you know, you kind of lose that drive. Right. Yeah, no, um, and it's funny because I swear you're like, and I didn't submit my questions just so you guys know to Patty beforehand, but this is how much she's tapping into my energy is you're literally going right into my questions, girl. It's awesome. I love it. And I love your vibration by the way as well. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's it's very direct like I am, but at the same time it's you know, it's positive, it's reinforcing, it's high. You know, but it's not ego high. Very grounded, but very much it is what it is. And it brings me to our notorious question we asked us of probably everybody who's come on the show. Um, Jill's answer was hilarious, by the way, but I'll save that one for a conversation. But predestined or happy coincidence? So do you believe that our lives, so to speak, destiny or fate? Wait, what do you want me to say? I'm sorry, I didn't get that. So predestin with our with our soul contracts, let's say I me personally believe in. Do
2: you believe you know, that the there's? Whole, oh, you mean no? I believe that there's destiny and free will, a little bit of both.
1: So a balance.
2: In other words, like so, I believe that. Okay, I believe that there are people that you made an agreement with on the other side to meet, and the universe around you you up. But then it's free will for the two of you to work it out. So some people break up, some people stay together, some people get married. You know, that's basically how it happened. Um, There are things that are destined. If we look at astrology, we would look at the south node. So in the south node, that is what you did in your previous incarnations. If you were famous, you most likely would try to be famous in this lifetime again. But the north node, which is the fourth house, um, and the tenth house is fame, would more like you you want a family, you want a family, you want balance. So it would be like you're famous, you probably got famous again, but it still didn't help you get your family. And your job is to go towards the north node. So if there are predictable um, tools, even numerology, which give you indication of what your past was like. But the bottom line is I believe nothing is 100%. I believe you can always change
1: your destiny. I agree. And always that element of free will in there as well. So with that, um, you know, I invite our callers to uh, call in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patty has graciously accepted the uh, invitation to take some of your calls. Mm-hmm. I already have a half full switchboard going on over here. So, um, but also wanted to touch on this with you. If you could offer just anything to our listeners. As far as, you know, what, just in this moment, what moves you? You know, what inspires you?
2: Um, probably God and spirit. spirit. Yeah, that inspires me. Yeah, I always said I'm not really here for me. I'm really here for God. So I think, you know, discovering the truth. How does it work? What are the rules? I mean, nobody really knows, you know. So I think that inspires and
1: me. And adventure. Yeah, the yeah. unknown.
2: I mean, I used to think it was just like fixing people up and seeing them in love. But now I've got a bigger picture than that. I'm, I'm kind of a scientist in that way. I want to know why are we here? What, how does it all work? And I think it, what inspires me the most is how to manifest, you know, good things, not yeah. negative things. But how to learn to turn your frequency on to deliberately manifest what you want when you want it. Not when you don't want it, because it only comes when you don't want it, and who cares then?
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> it's it's too late in the game yeah. at that point. Yeah, no, for sure. So really focus on, on manifesting is, is what you would share with our listeners mm-hmm. as far as what they can do for self, per se. Mm-hmm. Now, when are we going to get to see you again on Wee?
2: Um, We're starting to shoot them next month. I don't know when the air date is, but we start next month.
1: Awesome. So congratulations on another season. Thank you. Yeah,
2: absolutely. What
1: has the show taught you?
2: Oh, gosh.
1: I know. I think,
2: (laughs) you know, I was very fortunate at Bravo and We to have my own show, that I didn't have to be a housewife and yell and scream at everybody every day, (laughs) even though I did it to my clients. But I think it taught me. Um, it taught me how to be balanced in a chaotic world. TV moves fast. It's. It's. I became a producer. I put it all together. I mean, it was the most incredible rollercoaster ride I've ever experienced. And, you know. Um, you know, I graduated from Bravo High, you know, and it was like and I'm and, and, and yeah. it will always be my, my true love. It will always be my you know, it's my first love. But then we gave me an opportunity to change the show a little bit to make it more of an intervention show so that I could boot camp some people. You know? And I'm producing still for Bravo and I'm producing for We. I have a new show coming out with We next year called Love Blows, which you'll see next year. Um actually probably towards the end of this year. And um it just it taught me a lot about Hollywood, about how to get a show off the ground, how to make it happen. Spiritually, I think it taught me um, confidence and to calm down in, 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 in really difficult times. You know, when you're on a show, it's up and yeah. down like a roller coaster all day long, and you can't let it affect you. You have to go, it's just going to work out no matter what, because something always goes wrong. It taught me how to not react so quick.
3: How to yes, pull back no, absolutely. and say,
2: give it to God, and it'll work out. And God always had my back and always made it work out and he you know he or she always made sure that I was co- I was covered and on my basis, and I was always loved, so I have a lot of gratitude for that because it was a, it's, it's an interesting roller coaster ride. I mean most people could not understand how th- how fast and how quick and you don't get a time to breathe and there's no, there's no recovery yeah. time it's television, it moves like the wind, you know.
1: Oh, yeah, and not even that, but, you know, 16-hour days on set, it, right. it looks glamorous at times, but, you know, sometimes it's, like, 16, eight, 18 hours, you've got, like, five hours to look fabulous for the next day's shoot, mm-hmm. you know, we don't really, a lot of people don't get to see kind of what goes into the back end mm-hmm. of, of a show and right. how draining that can be in itself.
2: It's, it's incredibly draining. I'm just fortunate that I don't have to be with five women and scream my ass off at a reunion, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> I really don't know how Andy wrangles them and how they all have to show up and, you know, put the, their punching gloves on. Because that's, that's really negative and really exhausting. And, you know, I watched Jill go through a terrible experience with Bethany. And I was just like, Jesus, how do you people do this? Because, you know, that's their real life. I'm lucky because I'm an expert. Yeah. And you don't see my real life. I can hide and go right. home, you know.
1: Yeah, very, very true. You know So how rewarding is it to know that at the end of the day a part of your journey, a part of your soul contract, um is really being a conduit not only for spirit and mm-hmm. for God, but for all these souls who you really kind of I don't even know that there's a word for it, but you take these separate entities let's say and kind of expose the best qualities about each one and obviously it's their free will what they pursue of it but mm-hmm. having so many success stories i mean do you ever well, really I mean take i'm i'm, I'm a matchmaker
2: maker third generation i would have to know what i'm doing I mean, basically <laughs> i mean my mom and my grandmother <laughs> did this so i mean i think that's in my blood i think you know but i i haven't found love yet you know, and I'm, and this is the year that I'm focused on it more than any other year I've ever been. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things where I guess I was the cobbler without new shoes. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, do you think that we ever really absorb the impact that we have think in the world? Think that we do,
2: and I don't think it would be good if we did. It'd probably go to our heads.
1: I agree.
2: It's like one actor who got too many Academy Awards or something. I I really don't need the rewards and everything. The reward in itself is living a happy life. That to me is enough, a happy life. That I can, like, be proud of myself and, you know, pass and and say I did a good job downstairs. And that, you know, you did good, kid. Like, God looks at me and goes, you did good, kid, you know? I love that. Yeah,
1: and I I agree. I don't really ever strive, and, and I try to teach that. And instill that in all of my students but it's not about the validation it's at the end of the day it's really not even about us you know I mean mm-hmm. what we're responsible for in our own right. lives but what we do for others you know it has to come from that space of just purity and, and love at the end of the day because mm-hmm. I think once we start to add those elements like you said the punching gloves you know the ego the all of those things, I think it can actually do damage. could actually mm-hmm. do the reverse of what we're trying to accomplish here. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm all for that. And I'm, I'm happy to be able to be satisfied without the validation, just trusting, you know, that we've done the best we could and we can lay our heads mm-hmm. on the pillow at night knowing that what we did came from our heart space not a space of needing validation a space of needing fame um, you mm-hmm. know all of those things so right on with that um so i'm just gonna hop on here quick and um give you patty's way to connect so it's triple w patty knows dot com so that's where you can catch up with her in the meantime um, until the new, se- new season of the show comes on. I'm going to pop over and take a couple of questions. It goes too fast with this, but. All right. So we're coming to area code 201, last four digits, 0584. That was a source oh, 0584. Are for you me, live? Lisa, we didn't, I said. As much as I hated him being Switzerland, hello? I loved him for it. Okay. I said I used to wake you last night. Oh, hello. Oh five eight four. Let's see if we can pick you back up here. We oh five eight four. Are in you there? Together, mm-hmm. And we were a team. All right. Let's see. How about two o one four seven? Last four digits four seven three zero. Four seven three zero. Are you live with us? Hi, how are you? I'm well. Who are we speaking with?
3: My name is Tony.
1: Hi Tony, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, good. Do you have a question for Patty, a quickie?
3: Hi, um I I've, I've seen your show and I, I I love the show so much. I love you. Um <laughs> and uh I just had a, a question as far as relationship wise um, I'm actually in a relationship right now, and we just moved in together. And how 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 can you like make? How old are you? Uh, how
2: old are you? Uh, my
3: my name um thirty thirty six.
2: You moved in without a ring. Yes. Do you, are you gonna plan <laughs> to give her a ring? Uh
3: no we. You're in are you of, never like, gonna get married to her? No. And she, does
2: she know this? Yes,
3: yeah, she does. We're we're in this uh, mutual thing that uh, Long as we're in love with other. Your relationship's
2: other. not gonna last. I, I can feel her your energy. What did you do yeah. to sabotage her not getting her ring? She wants a ring. What's going on?
3: Well, it's it's not a her, it's a it's a man.
2: Okay. I'm talking about I'm talking about your mate. Your mate. Whoever your mate is. Yeah. One person yeah. wants to be married and the other one doesn't. What's going on?
3: Uh well I used to want to get married, but I'm in oh, a relationship. Oh, so you wanted anymore. to get married
2: and they didn't?
3: Well, yeah, they 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 don't I don't feel like you're ahead.
2: satisfied. Why are you not satisfied?
3: Um, I mean I'm 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 pretty satisfied. Me? I mean can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, yeah
2: I'm I feel like you're I'm, not satisfied. Why aren't you satisfied? What's going on?
3: Oh no, I'm I'm satisfied. We just moved in together. I mean No no, I don't feel great. you're
2: satisfied. You're not telling me the truth. What's really going on? Tell me the truth. Tell me truth. <laughs> I can feel your energy right now. What is going on that you are not satisfied? Answer. Something's wrong. What's wrong?
3: No, there's uh, nothing wrong. We literally moved in two two days ago and stuff, and we're we're doing great. I just okay. want to. Okay.
2: So what's your question you
3: know? then? No, my question is, you know, like uh, we're, we're moving in together in a Hello. Hello.
2: Can you hear me? Yeah, you're okay. yeah, yeah, there we go. You're moving in together, and what happened? So you're asking me a question. What's the question? And then we. He's going in and out. I can't hear him. You I know. There? What are we doing?
1: Nope.
2: Pony. Are you okay, there? so what I pick, can you hear me? Is the guy there?
1: You know what, Patty? Go ahead. Cause okay, so even... here's what
2: I picked up from the guy. Okay, this is what I picked up. I see. I don't see um, sex, like where most people see sex. Like I, I see mates. So mates mean you can be androgynous. You can be gay. You can be straight. Do we get that? So when I feel energy that somebody wants to get married, I see a symbol of a ring. That's how I, visual, that's how I read. So the ring symbol came up, for anybody listening, and it said that somebody wanted the ring. And, it, and when I see two rings intertwined, that means it's a solid relationship. When I see one ring, it means it's disconnected. So something felt wrong. That's why I went right to my – and I'm sorry that I cut them off, but I went right to, like, what happened? Because I was seeing the symbol yeah. and that's how I read. That's when you see me on no, the show and, and I'm going yeah, like ch- 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 Like I'm sitting in the top seat and I'm going like if you watched We T V this season and you saw Million Dollar Matchmaker, you saw like two two people had sexual abuse and that's why they couldn't have a relationship. And that one of the girls broke down hysterically crying. And I saw the sexual abuse and she's like, How did you know that? One of the guys, her um the parents divorced, and the mother never talked to the kid again. So you see, like I see things, I see symbols, and then I have to put the pieces like of a puzzle together. So I saw one ring, and I didn't see the other one, and I felt something was off. I didn't know he was gay. I mean, I don't look at anybody gay or straight. I look at them as a person. So anyway, right, yeah. next call. You they want got another same. call? Yeah, let's hop on. Okay. So nine
1: one six last four three seven seven seven. Lucky number there, huh? All the sevens. Mm -hmm. 3777, are you with us? Yes, thank you.
0: My name is Wendy from Sacramento, California.
1: Hi, Wendy.
2: Hi.
0: Hi,
1: and I want to compliment
0: Patty Sanger because when I look back on my life, I was married twice, and um, I don't think that I – Loved myself enough because uh, now my the sign that I carry around is: if you don't have any respect
2: for me, I don't have any time for you. Mhm. That's great. That's fantastic. It takes you sometimes when you're older to get that message, by the way, and don't put, beat yourself over it. You know, and you because know what? it's going to be one of those like as we get older, we don't give a shit anymore. You know, that's what happens, really. Yeah. You're right.
0: You're right, Patty. I love you, and I love your show. Thank you. And I have a sense that I'm going to get married one more time, and I don't know what has happened lately. Mm -hmm. There's been a shift, and Mm -hmm. just having conversation over the phone, Mm -hmm. um, there are two professional men that keep asking me again and again and again to meet them for coffee at Starbucks, and I'm going to yeah,
2: but I'm I'm kind of like...
0: Um, why are you
2: not going? <laughs> why, don't you know you just, why do you have to make put a label on it? Why don't you just go out and have fun? How about we make this that, a session where you just have fun and you don't care what happens? Because if you, don't you know aren't what? doing that, you're going out for the experience. You know, there used to be this thing I used to teach people when they dated. They'd be bored, you know, especially after the first date. And I said, why don't you make a wish list of all the things you want to do in town? the theater, skiing, whatever it is, right? And when the guy says to you after two or three dates, what do you want to do? You'll have a list, and you'll get something out of it. You know, maybe not the first time because it's usually dinner, and the second time, you know, there might be a movie or something. But third or fourth times, they're going to be like, guys, run out of ideas. And this way, if it goes south, you now have gathered dating data, which means you went to a fabulous restaurant, you went to the fabulous play. Oh, you want to bring the next guy that you really like there. And you're making a list of information, and you're getting something out of it just in case, you know, you don't enjoy the time. But when we put too much pressure, like dating for a meeting, that's when we get in trouble. We should be just dating for fun, really, even if you're exactly. 18 or 80. 18 or 80, doesn't matter. If you don't feel like it, don't go. Don't go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I know I, there's times where people say, I met him, and I wasn't really interested in going to the party, and I got dragged. Yeah. That happens once in a full moon. There's always, you know, there's nothing as absolute in life. But if your gut is saying don't go, don't go. If your gut is saying go, go. Exactly.
1: And I think you also have to detach from the outcome.
2: Yeah. Because you're going, I I, I like look at the menu. I'm a foodie. So I like to look at the menu where I'm going the night before you know, and see what's on the menu and the new recipes. I'm a cook, so I like to cook on my spare time. So I like to copy other people's recipes and improve them. So I have, like, a vested interest in trying new restaurants. My other friend has a vested interest in in listening to music. She's in the business, so she loves to try new R&B bands and see what's out there. So whatever your interests are, if it's wine, whatever, you should go where your interests are. This way you don't feel... God, it was a terrible date, and it just sucked. You made a friend. You got to listen to a great band. You got a great, great, great glass of wine. You have got to turn on to a new wine. That's all it should be.
0: You are a girlfriend. I, I relate to everything that you're telling me, Patty. I have so much respect for you. I admire you, and... Um, I am 65, and I've had two divorces, and I went through a horrible situation regarding employment, and I finally have manifested two very nice opportunities. One of them is uh, they're putting me through a huge background check because it's it's very uh, confidential. It, um, working
1: for health meds mm-hmm. and teams. Uh, Can I just hop in here to... for a second? I don't mean to uh-huh. cut you off, but I want to just hop in um, intuitively here. I actually feel very much drawn to the second of the two experiences as far as employment for you. Um, and I actually feel like it's going to kind of fulfill your desire to travel or your desire to expand your world or your horizons is what I'm getting. So I'm actually very much drawn to number two for you, with these oh, uh, with these opportunities presenting themselves. So I don't want well, you to put too much energy in number one, but I I kind of want you to manifest what you did with number one, but um, well, put the energy and the manifesting into to the number two well, opportunity. Y- you're.
0: That's very interesting because the other opportunity is I passed uh the testing for Pacific Gas and Electric, which had paid very well for their call center um, they I'm hoping that they contact me for an interview and um so that's where I would prefer to go but um and I kind of in the same way with men, when I kind of just like didn't think about it anymore, then all of a sudden. I seem to be more magnetic and with my employment, employment all of a sudden I have these opportunities and for this high security background check I had to go down to the courthouse to get
1: um gateful when I was Maybe that's where the you're boy. gonna meet your new uh your new bow at the the courthouse or the job connection. Oh really? That would be nice.
0: That would be very yeah, nice. I, I would I'm like feeling. to be married. Third time is the charm, and um, <laughs> but I I really want to support myself for at least another four to five years, and uh, so are you saying that you're picking up the uh, the second job, which would be Pacific Gas and Electric, in their call center?
1: I am. I do feel drawn um, to number two because of the fact that. I think you need to put as much energy, though, into manifesting the interview for the second job, um, or second okay. opportunity, rather, that you put into the first one. Because I do feel you know that there's you? going to be a a connection, you know, overseas where having to filter through different areas, different states, things like that. Link to travel, I- Absolutely. And I think that there's actually gonna be a spark with either a coworker or somebody that you assist in the process of the employment with job number two. So I I'm gonna leave two. you with that.
0: Okay. I sent myself two emails. One of them was um, invitation for an interview from PGE and the other email was Congratulations. Um
1: you got it. <laughs> awesome. yeah. Awesome um, And wonderful way of manifesting as well I hope that I start work soon Within the next three weeks Do you see that? Well I would change it to I am going to be starting work In the next three weeks So you're speaking in the present right? So you're keeping that energy Um, reinforced To the universe That this is something already happening Not something that we're aspiring You know hoping, wishing Those things the Universe doesn't hear those words, you know? So I want you to be more present tense. You know, you can even add that I am happy and fulfilled in this new job that I've received and I'm grateful for the opportunity to work again. Well there's 360. the thing
0: mm-hmm. is it was my my first call center job was banking in the building and they left and then Pacific Gas and Electric went in, and ironically, it would be my last call center job
1: to work for Pacific Gas go. and Electric.
0: <laughs> so,
1: Fabulous. Um, thank you so I, so so much for calling. Thank I you, just, MC. I'm gonna. Oh, you're very welcome. Okay, and I love and you. And thank you, Patty, Patty, for offering
2: that. that. Okay, no
1: oh, problem. I, I love both of you. God bless you. Thanks. You as well. Thank you. Thank you. So we've only got five minutes left. So Patty, if you can go ahead and share with our listeners, what have you got coming up,
2: and especially, um, I
1: love. Well, actually, that you're we're opening speaking. up
2: Millionaire's Club in Silicon Valley. So if anybody's in Silicon Valley, go to Millionaire's Club, one two three com. And you can register for free if you're a non millionaire if you're a millionaire. I will personally fix you up. You know we're open all over the country, but I'm really excited about s f um, and you know I mean all my products are up on my website. Patty knows um we're going to be starting we're going to be starting a new uh membership club called Patty Sanger's Love Academy. So stay tuned for that because I'm going to be able to take personal uh, questions and we're going to do webinars and we're going to do a whole bunch of stuff, but that's not ready for the next
1: couple months. And I'll be coming back about that. Okay. Fabulous. I would love to have you back. And okay. also in the meantime, you can go to triple W Patty knows, dot com And catch up with her there. Patty, okay. it was a pleasure. Thank you so Thank much you. for joining me. And I okay. look forward to having you again in the future. Okay. Much Thanks. love. Bye. Take care. Bye. So I just want to take a moment and thank Patty for uh for joining me tonight on this special edition of Evolving Soul with MC. Um the Valentine's Day version, so to speak. We'll call it that. But if you wanna stay In the know about who's coming up, who's coming on with myself or with any of the guests, um, for any of the hosts as well, please hit the follow button on the top of your screen. And on behalf of myself and the whole entire network, I'd like to thank Patty for coming on. Go and absolutely check her out, PattyKnows.com. And keep an eye out for the next season of Matchmaker, which I can't wait to watch. I can't wait for it to start. Um, And your host next week. So have a great week, guys, from me in New York City. Much love and light, and thanks again to Patty.